Welcome to the Connect Community Podcast, recorded live in Stamford, Connecticut. We're so glad to have you with us today. If you're ever in our area, come see us in person. We hope today's message inspires you and helps you live better. Um, so I'm going to continue the series, uh, How to Be a Good Neighbor. And JD has spoken, I think, three or four weeks on the topic And one of the things he says is a good neighbor sees others. And so that was week one. And I encourage you to go back and visit these these messages because they were so great. Week two was being faithful to others. And then last week was an awesome message about forgiveness. And a good neighbor forgives. Those were um, incredible. Today, and I've been thinking about this for a while since I knew I was going to speak. What does it mean to me to be a good neighbor? What would that, like, what would a good neighbor do Um, that would be of great significance. And I thought about it, and I titled this message, A Good Neighbor Shares the Good News. A good neighbor shares the good news. Now let me ask you, if you discovered the cure for cancer, what would you do? If you uncovered a superfood that gave you super brain power that now you're like super know everything, would you keep that food to yourself? What would you do? with the secret. If you discovered an alternative fuel source, what would you do? See, this is what Jesus says in Matthew 5, 15, 16. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on the lampstand and gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. So having discovered the greatest treasure of all, which is what J.D. spoke about earlier, having discovered the treasure. So for you, having discovered the greatest treasure of all, what ought you do with it? What should you do with what you know? I suppose that depends on how you view this treasure, right? I suppose it depends on whether... What you are living, the gospel that you live, you find it to be a treasure. Is the gospel indeed good news? Do we see it as good news? Do we think of the gospel as something to share, to be shared or not? Or more importantly, maybe, is the gospel good news in 2023? Is this gospel that we know and have learned about still good news in 2023? Now, I'm going to ask you to allow me to present you with a bunch of questions today. And I'm going to present you with a bunch of evidence. So think this less of a preaching and more of a research paper. Okay? We're going to navigate a little bit together. Questions and answers. And I'm going to ask you at the end of it to make the decision for yourself. See if this gospel that we are sharing still in 2023 is relevant. It makes sense to, uh, to the rest of the world. I have, I've given it some thought, and I came up with a list of three things. Right? This is not an exhaustive list. I am sure there are more things. But three things that our world is in desperate need of. If you look at people, if you talk, if you have conversations, what are the things that really have been bringing anguish to people's lives? And that would be a, an answer, a solution. So I'm going to talk about three main things, okay? The first thing that the world is desperately looking for, 
is love and belonging. Those go together, right? The need, we have a deep, deep need to love, to be loved, to belong somewhere, to go somewhere where we know that we belong. Now, one can argue that everyone wants this. I mean, I, I, you would be hard-pressed to find somebody who does not want to be loved. A society, culture, you know, what the Bible refers to often while you're reading as the world, has twisted this deep longing to love, to be loved, to belong into greedy political agendas. They have taken what people really have an innate need by design just to belong and to be loved, and they turned it into political agendas of things that we're fighting for and wanting and pushing for. But we were cre when we were created without sin, we did belong. We belonged to our Father in heaven. And after the fall, this love of ours was corrupted, and there was a separation between us and the Father. We can see it everywhere. People fighting for their rights, but what they're really looking for is belonging. People are saying, love me. Let me be a part of this, of their society. Let me be a part of the world. Let me belong into the world. So we look around and there, the need is, hey, see me, love me. But here's, I want to provide you with some evidence. Here is what the good news says. Here's what the gospel says. In John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whomever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. Then we find also in Romans 5.8, But God demonstrates this love of his towards us, that in, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This is what the good news says. You are my child. In Galatians, we find this. I am adopting you back as my child. I am making a way for you to not be over there, but I am bringing you back into the fold. I am making you. You are no longer slaves, but God's children. And since you are his child, God has made you also his heir. So all throughout scriptures, what the good news says to us is that you belong. You are loved. You have a place here. God has gone through to great lengths to demonstrate his love for us and to reestablish a relationship with us. A place where we are loved and where we belong. A place where no one is left out. No one is unlovable. He has made a way for us to be adopted back into his family. So I ask you, is the gospel good news for those in 2023, who are searching for love, who are searching to belong somewhere. The second thing that um, the world is looking for, I think we would be hard-pressed to argue against this one as well. The second thing, if we look all around, that they are looking for is peace. In a time where anxiety is at its highest especially after the pandemic and everything and all the social unrest and everything that we've gone through. Anxiety is at the peak. We, we find statistics of youth. It's about a 30 percentile that youth are struggling with anxiety. I mean, they're growing up anxious. Mental health is a leading cause of death. People are, with all, are taking all kinds of medicines to try to even get to sleep or to rest. I think we can argue, safely argue, that we want rest for our souls. 
that we are searching for peace. Now, here's what the good news says. Here's what we find in scriptures. In Isaiah 9, 6, it says, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. In a world that's filled with bullying, with violence, with racism, with dissension, with discord, with fighting, with everything else, there is someone who can bring peace. It says in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. I do not, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Man, what a promise. Right? What a promise. There is someone who has peace for us in this storm. While the war is raging, while everything is happening, the peace that Jesus came to offer is not like the kind that the world offers, though. It is not the kind that comes and goes with situations, with circumstances. Um, the, the kind of peace that the world offers is this like calm, tranquility thing. But the kind of peace that Jesus came to bring is spiritual harmony brought about by an individual's restoration with God. It's deeper. It's it remains in our heart. It lasts Jesus came to restore our standing with God the Father. One cannot experience deep, I mean not calm, not just tranquility for a moment. I'm talking about deep, internal, lasting peace without the restoration of their connection with their maker. That is true peace, the lasting peace. It's a product. It is the product. We know multiplication, right? The product of a relationship with God. When our lives are in harmony with the Prince of Peace, we experience rest for our souls. Although everything around us can still be shaky because the world um, has it, does its things and has its consequences, right? The, the, things can remain shaky exteriorly, but inside we experience deep rest for our souls. So let me ask you. Is the gospel good news for someone in 2023 who is searching for peace, who is suffering with anxiety and can't find rest inside right here? Is the gospel still good news to them? The third thing that I find that I came up on my list that the world is deeply looking for is purpose. Purpose. See, there's this psychologist named Viktor Frankl who lived through the Holocaust and actually was in concentration camps himself. And he wrote this line, famous, famous line. He said, he who has a why to live for can bear with almost any how. This is a man who had experience on people not having a will to live. He saw what made people in the concentration camps last, survive, and what made them give up. And he said that why was a very important determining factor on whether they were going to make it through. To have a why is not a small thing. We are designed on purpose with purpose. See, the world likes to tell us that we came for nothing, 
and we're going back to nothing, and nothing means anything, and we're just a bunch of matter. But that is not true. Our lives have meaning, and each of us has been given talents, capabilities. We've been given dreams. We've been given intelligence. We've been given aspirations. We've been given so much, so much has been deposited inside of us to complete, to bring to fruition. Look around you. Don't you sometimes I'm in amazement of what people do. Like the kind of things people are able to create and to come up with out of nothing. People have created, they have conquered, they've discovered, they've built, they've gone through amazing tragedies and remained. Passionate people, people with a deep sense of purpose, they don't waste time. They make others around them better. They are just a force and you can see it. You can see them in action. People with something or someone to live for don't lose their will to live. Purpose ignites companies. It ignites families. Purpose ignites churches. Purpose is motivating and gritty. And I want to show you in scriptures the good news. I want to tell you what the good news says. It says in Psalm 139, 13 through 16, For you created my innermost being, meaning God. You created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. All the days of your life have been ordained. They have been written. They have been planned Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Your days are ordained. Your life has been planned. It's like there was a master designer saying, hey, here's the blueprint. Here's what I have for you. Here's what I'm going to do with you. Here's what you can conquer, what you can become. He plucked you out of eternity into 2023, a little earlier, so I'm still here in 2023, because the world needs your mind, it needs your creativity, it needs your organization, it needs your IQ, it needs your EQ. God, we need a lot of EQ. <laughs> your example, your dedication, your hard work, all of it matters in the world today. For the older folks in the room, the younger ones need you. They need your experience. They need your wisdom. They need what you bring to the table. For the younger kids, the older folks need you. They need you to take them to the grocery store. No, I'm kidding. They need you. <laughs> they need you. They need your vibrancy, your passion, your fire. They need you. We were formed we were woven together. We were put together strategically with a plan. Not a mistake. Not a single person on this planet is a mistake. Not by chance. So let me ask you, in 2023, is the gospel good news for those who are wondering whether their life matters? Is it good news for those who are trying to decide whether they should survive or not? A good neighbor 
understands that this world is in need of the good news, not just any good news. A good neighbor doesn't put his light under a bushel. Instead, he, he lets the light shine for all to see and give glory to the Father in heaven. Here is what scripture says about us, the messengers of this good news. We find it in Matthew 5, verse 13 and 14. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. My friends, we have a responsibility to share this good news, this free gift of salvation that has saved our lives. The gospel has been entrusted to us. It is up to us to tell the world about Jesus. It is, about, it is up to us to tell the world what he has done for us. This week is an important week. This is a week where people are opening their eyes, where people are paying attention. Easter is coming next week. Although many do not walk with God, most have heard about this man named Jesus, who history says died on the cross, right? Whether they've come to church before or not, whether they believe it already or not, this week there is an awareness going on that there was a man named Jesus. Now, some have walked away from their faith. Some have been hurt by somebody in the church and have walked away. And now this week they're thinking, should I go back? Should I try again? Some may just be looking for relief, just going, I don't know what else to do. I have gone through so much. I've, there's so much going on. I've tried everything, and I don't know what the answer is. These questions are out there. And we are praying that the Lord will give you opportunities. Opportunities to share the gospel, to share the good news. If, in fact, you believe it is good news. If, in fact, you believe that the good news is relevant in 2023. We want to encourage you to not shy away from sharing. Take the opportunity. You don't have to have everything figured out. You don't have to be living a perfect life. There's no such thing. You don't have to, and let me encourage you, please don't preach at them. <laughs> don't preach at anybody. All you have to do is tell them what the Lord has done for you. What has he done in your life? See, there's the story in John 9, and I'm sure some of you have heard, where this blind man is healed by Jesus. Jesus spits on the ground, puts the mud on his face. Everybody's always like, ugh. But this is how Jesus cures him. He spits, puts the mud on his face, and the man is seeing. And then he tells the man to go um, and get cleaned up. And he, this man runs into some Pharisees, and the Pharisees are mad. They're like, how could he heal you? It's a Sabbath. How could he heal you on a Sabbath? And they're mad. And the blind man looks at them and says, hey, 
Look, if he's a sinner or not, I don't know. All I know that I, is that once I was blind, and now I see. You don't have to have all the answers. Hey, 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 I don't know the details. I don't know how God did it. I don't know how he managed to bring these dry bones back to life. But let me tell you, I once was lost, and now I am not. I don't know how he did it, but let me tell you, once I was crippled with anxiety. Once I didn't know if I wanted to live. But now I do. Now I have purpose. Now I have meaning. You know what? I don't know how he did it. I don't know how I ended up making it through that. I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost my home. I lost my family. But you know what? Now I'm okay. Now I'm restored. Now I have peace. I once was lost, but now I'm not. I once was anxious. Now I'm not. I once was lonely. Now I'm not. What can you say? What can you say to someone that's going through things that maybe you have gone through and you can look them in the eye and say, hey, I understand. I was there. I understand. Can you tell somebody, I wanted to die once. Now I don't. Can you look somebody in the face? I've, I've been there. But let me tell you, I'm not there anymore. And here's why. You don't have to have all the answers. But you have to be willing to open your mouth and say what the Lord has done for you. We want to encourage you guys this week. It's just we have some printed um, cards, as J.D. mentioned, to make it easy on the details. You don't need to know the details, right? Here. Just go there. <laughs> you don't have to have the details. All you have to know is your story. All you have to be willing today is like, hey, Jesus did it for me. He can do it for you. Come to my church. I don't have to explain. Like, you'll feel it. You'll just feel it. Just trust me. Just come. Because that's how God does it, right? We don't have to have all the details. We don't have to have all the, the answers. But a good neighbor understands that the most valuable thing they have is the gift of salvation that is inside of them. That no matter what is going on in the world, no matter what kind of challenges we are facing, you will not face it alone. See, that's the gift of, while on earth. It is an awesome thing that we will one day be reunited with God in heaven. And that is, you know, 99% to live eternally with the Lord. But there is while here on earth. And what is the significance of while here on earth is that not a single day you will walk it out on your own. It's that the Lord himself walks alongside you through every single storm. And he makes, he brings beauty for ashes. Is the song we were singing, you know, the graves into gardens. It's, it sounds symbolic, but let me tell you, it's the truth. It's a dead interior. A person who can't, doesn't know what else to do or where else to go. And you all of a sudden, you have hope. You have courage to take, to take on another day. You have peace. You have joy. All of that doesn't come from the world. That comes from Jesus Christ himself, and he is the good news we ought to share. Amen?
Amen. I want to pray for us. JD will close. I think he has. I'll, I'll come and get Chris. We, we swap, guys. Swap it. Um, JD will come and close. But I do want to pray. I want to give you an, an encouragement and a challenge this week. And a challenge, y'all. So challenging. Take a card. Invite one person. One person. Allow the Lord to open up conversations. He will tell you who. Pray about We're going to pray about it here. He will tell you who that needs the invitation. Who needs Jesus? Everybody needs Jesus. But who is in your circle that this week you're just going to go, I'm going to invite you and let God do what he needs. I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to let the Lord do what he did for me. Amen? And I'm going to pray. Think about your person. If you have them in your mind already, if you don't, say, God, show me who it is. Lord, we know, Father, that you sent Jesus Christ into the earth to die for all of us, for all of our sins. We know that this week is a significant week because it's a reminder of what Jesus did for us. It's a reminder of the price he paid, the freedom that we have coming on Sunday because of him. I pray, God, that each and every person in this room would be reminded of the person who needs to hear the good news, that they would have courage, fill them with courage, with boldness to speak openly, only the truth, only what you have already done in their lives, nothing more, nothing less. God, I pray this week for opportunities to sow these seeds and we know father that as we sow seeds you bring about the harvest so we pray god for wisdom for courage for sensitivity to see people to see our neighbors and to love them as christ has loved us in your name i pray amen thank you for listening today If you have a prayer request, a question about faith, or would like to find out more information, visit us at connectcommunity.org. Don't forget to subscribe and share. See you next time.